and welcome back to Talk Talks. So I'm sorry that there hasn't been an episode in, in a couple of months. Uh, Black Friday happened, Christmas happened, it was very busy and I just didn't get time. And you all know the uh, fiasco with um, the last episode. Basically, I did the most incredible podcast recording with Rebecca Carpenter and annoyingly I pressed record and when we finished it and I came to export the file I realized that I had only recorded my voice and I was absolutely gutted because it was such a good recording we spoke about so much and we'd been trying to schedule in this chat for so long because we're both new parents and it was just a lot of rescheduling and when I came down to it I only bloody recorded my voice And when I listened back, I was like, oh no. And I just said to Rebecca, you know, we can't do it again because it was such a like raw, in the moment thing. So we're gonna recap in a couple of months when it's a bit more fresh, otherwise it just wouldn't feel genuine. So at some point this year, there will be a recording with Rebecca Carpenter. But this week, um, we have Carmela, who is the owner of Studio Belvedere. Um, she's not a photographer but she is an entrepreneur and a really incredible one and she happens to be the lady behind my TOG Instagram. She is a social media mogul if that's the word Um, and she just knows so much about social media and let's face it whether we love it or we hate it social media is part of our business. It's how we get our name out there, it's how we share our work, it's what everyone is on and it's just this massive thing that can be quite overwhelming at times. So I really wanted to have a chat with Carmela and learn all about how to use social media to benefit our businesses. So I think you guys are really going to benefit from this. I think I just said benefit twice, but you know, let's just go on with the episode because I keep rambling. Hope you enjoy it, guys. Hello, Carmela. Carmela, is that right? Yeah, perfect. (laughs) Oh, nice to speak to you. Thanks for taking the time out to chat and I'm so sorry uh, about the delay we had a bit of a palaver losing <laughs> cables and mics breaking but we got there in the end um, how are you I've just asked how you are haven't I yeah, <laughs> oh my goodness I am I'm oh, good how are you I'm good so for everyone listening do you want to tell everyone who you are what you do and um, what kind of services do you offer yeah, sure. So hello everyone, I'm Kamala um, and I'm the founder and creative behind Studio, pronounced in theory Belvedere, but we're going to go with Belvedere because everyone knows then what, how it's spelt. Um, so yeah, basically I run a creative digital studio um, from here in London where I'm based and basically I specialise in like championing brand stories through um, social media, digital marketing, like content creation, um, all that good stuff. Um, and yeah, I offer a variety of services. So like, for example, social media management, where I'll run your social media profiles for you, um, do content creation as well. So kind of specializing in like short form content, um, cause that's obviously like really hot right now. Um, and then yeah, like content strategies, power hours, a whole range of stuff, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, you are, you, you're so helpful to, um, small businesses. I mean, you are my social media lady uh, I don't know what the word is sorry I've just come from being mum putting Tommy to bed having uh omelette thrown in my face to now and my, my brain's a bit like Ugh. so if I if I mess up a little bit I'm really sorry but um yeah so Carmela you um do my social media for TOG yeah uh, and you're very soon to be doing it for my other photography business as well yeah um, and I just want to say like I, I don't know what I'll do without you to be honest because Aww. I feel like I'm just I mean, every time we speak, I'm always just like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, just last minute. I feel like I'm all, having a child. I just feel like I'm always on catch up. And I, I never used to be like that before I had a kid. Yeah. I'm really on it with socials, really good with social media and everything like that. But ever since I had a kid, it's just I'm like juggling a million spinning plates. So having yeah. you, I think I only fa- I found you on Instagram. I just kind of Googled social media management and you were the yeah. first person that came up. Oh, and I really liked your... um just your page and uh you're female and it just felt like you know when you feel like you can connect to someone yeah yeah um, and obviously oh, you're really you. lovely so uh yeah thank you just want to say thank you so much oh um, you're so welcome yeah it's just and how did you get to this 
stage um, it's so fascinating how now like instagram what used to be just you know posting your pictures of your popcorn at the cinema with a valencia filter now (laughs) it's like um you know is your your business you know so yeah yeah um so i suppose like the the shorter version of the story without wanting to tell my whole life story basically went to university always loved social media i was always the friend with like a film camera just so into photography and kind of always the creative friend. Um, anyway, graduated uni, uh, got a marketing job in London, thought that was it. I'm always going to work in the city, you know, kind of join that rat race that some people love. And I thought I would, but it wasn't overly for me. And then uh, COVID hit. <laughs> um, I don't have the best of luck. So I basically was moving job, going to a different firm, kind of more creative, uh, bigger company. So I was really, really excited. And then the job of unfortunately fell through because obviously went into lockdown. Um, so yeah, uh, 2020 was a bit rough. <laughs> um, and then I was kind of unemployed for probably the best part of the year, to be completely honest, which was obviously quite hard. Um, you know, a lot of people also had that. So, you know, totally kind of can sympathize with that situation. Um, and then I'd always wanted to be kind of like my own boss, so to speak. I'd always wanted to work for myself didn't really know what that would look like. Um, And then I basically was in Italy because I'm from there um, over the summer, got out there to see my mum who I hadn't seen in a really long time. She was like, right, Camilla, we need to really talk about what you're doing, like, you know, where, you know, you're applying to jobs, what's going on. And obviously in marketing or events, nobody was hiring for obvious reasons. And I was like, I don't know, do I do my own thing? Like I'm only, you know, I'm 25 now. I think I was like, what, 20, like almost turning 24 at the time and I was like I'm too young like I feel like I want to you know have a career before I make that that change in my I suppose progress and stuff and she was like well you don't really have much to lose I think you should try it and I was like okay mum so I did it um and yeah honestly like the series of unfortunate events has been like probably one of the best things that ever happened to me so yeah, yeah. that's basically how it happened and then from there clients you know kind of testing the water with new platforms and new services and just kind of building from that. So I did have like a foundation of like a degree and the experience yeah. and that kind of was just take the leap and see what happens really. Yeah, I think it it is important obviously to have the degree and go to uni, but it, I think what's most important is having like, you say like you are, you understand social media and yeah. what's current and the, the trends and everything like that. I think that's yeah. so important. Yeah. Um, and you said there, um, your mum, you know gave you that push to just yeah, do it and I, I find with a lot of um small business or business owners story it, it always takes that one person oh like, definitely yeah. like when I started um photography and this was before I started TOG um I was like because I was originally an actor um I'd just come off tour um and then I just needed a job because I had no money so I got yeah. a job as a cleaner at a premier inn and I uh, got the job, it was my first day, um, and I was on the way there, and my friends, I, was with, I can't remember who I was, it was my, some friend, um, and I was, she was staying at my friend's, she was staying at my step, stepsister's house, and um, I kept, like, was getting ready for work in the morning, yeah. my first day, <laughs> and I was like, I really don't want to go, I really don't want to go, and they, she was like, well, why are you going then? And I was saying, like, you know, like, I need money, but I want to be a photographer. Like, I want to start my own business. And uh, she was like, well, just do it. Like, yeah. don't go to this cleaning job. She was like, do what do what you need to do. Like, focus your energy. Yeah. Um, because, you know, like, when I first started doing photography, like, I, it was hardly anything. I was charging 50 quid. Yeah. Like, I could do one shoot and get 50 quid, or I could work for 10 hours and get, mm-hmm. you know, Literally. but do you know what I mean so it's kind of that, that gave me that push and then before I even got to the job at the primary inn I rang up and I was like I quit <laughs> I love that now. um but I needed that push yeah yeah just do it because you know like like I say you can make more money yes it is quite scary thinking oh my god are people gonna uh, like when I launched Tog, I was like are people gonna buy the bags but you do have to take yeah. that push for it to come yeah um sorry i've gone on a bit of a spiel there um but yeah it's just lovely to hear people coming out of the pandemic um, yeah something and taking that risk yeah Um, just gonna make something good out of it i suppose like i think i like in the in the moment during it i was like what on earth am i doing like i'm in my mid-20s like you know i'm living at home 
because you know I have no job and it's just like so yeah. difficult and 101 things and like your inner imposter and I may I can't lie my ego was like very bashed in 2020 yeah. I was like really really not in a good place but no. yeah I think you know you have like if you have the ability and like you know the opportunity to try and create an opportunity mm -hmm. like just throw yourself into it because that's all that's really honestly all that I did yeah, I just jumped of hope and went for it and it worked so yeah and what you offer is so valuable for people like myself who just don't have the time who have all the ideas but mm. just don't have the time like so yeah. great working with you like we'll have a call and I'll tell you the kind of things I want to do and you just design it all and create it I'm like oh, I don't even have to like <laughs> and I remember just being so stressed with talk like trying to do it all you know the customer services yeah. the processing of the orders talking to the manufacturers and then obviously doing the socials it's just so much it's so much yeah the fact that you can take that off me and remind me to do things as well you're so good at that you're like Alicia you need to do this I'm like oh, thanks so much <laughs> oh, no, <I'm laughs> um, appreciated. <laughs> yeah so and it's just yeah so great for you to take that off my plate um so talking about social media why do you think social media is important for business owners like myself yeah sure so I think just to be completely honest, like in, in like today's society, like in the world that we live in, I think if you're a creative or a startup, like you do need some type of social media presence, whether that, you know, as a photographer, for example, or creative, you use it as like an online portfolio. That's also fine. If, even if you're not selling an actual like tangible product per se. Um, but it's just so important because, you know, firstly, it means that you have a platform, people can discover you, they can get to know you via social media, you know, build a connection with you, which is so great for like, you know, trusting in a brand and a business. Um, so yeah, I suppose, generally speaking, it kind of depends how you want to use it. But it's really essential because, you know, you know, you can have a website, you can have a blog, but how are you gonna, you know, where are you searching, yeah. like, how are you getting people to find it and discover it? You know, unless yeah. you're paying loads on Google ads, likelihood is you're probably going to get lost in the noise. So, yeah. yeah, I do think it's essential, to be honest. Definitely. And it's it's just great because you can like say, obviously, you do my management for TOG, which is like creating talking about the story behind TOG. You do so many different aspects of that. But then but you're also going to start doing my photography, which is quite different, like you say. Yeah. Um, so I think I've seen recently like reels and everything of people showing their um portfolio images and i think that's so yeah. great um yeah. and just for you to be able to just do that it's just it it's worth its money and gold basically and that's what I'm oh saying. thank you <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> as um a social media mogul is that what we call you is that a word yeah you can call um, me manager whatever you want really <laughs> what advice would you give business owners when it comes to instagram posting um yeah yeah, sure. So I always like to kind of preface this when someone asks me by saying, and I know, trust me, I know it's a lot easier said than done. Um, but try not to get overwhelmed by the platform. Because again, you know, making sure you're looking after your mental health, like running a business or being creative is stressful. As you said, you're wearing a 100 different hats at one time. So my one initial piece of advice is try not to get overwhelmed. And like, if you're not feeling it, you know, if content isn't coming to you, if you're not in a creative flow, please don't push it because you're not going to perform your, you know, produce your best work. That being said, more kind of like tangible advice. Um, the first thing I would say is definitely, you know, in order to kind of grow your social media presence and your um, profiles, I think you need to really be open to like adapting and embracing trends. Um, the reason why I say this is like the kind of thing that I get asked about most now um, you know, like, oh, I'm not really growing. Why is this? Or like, you know, can you look at my profile and see where I'm going wrong? And a lot of the time, this is the main thing. People aren't really attempting to kind of get on board with trends. Um, obviously, you know, being a trendsetter is, is always the best place to be. But if you can kind of take a trend and make your own, that's obviously great. Um, and I'm specifically talking, especially now, about kind of embracing video content. Um, I think that was a bit scary for a lot of people, especially people like photographers who obviously you know, you specialize in a still image, basically. Um, there was a really big push over the basically the past year, year and a half now for video content. And obviously it's quite hard to transition into that. 
Um, but the reason why I encourage people even just to try it, um, you know, maybe filming or like making a GIF out of uh, imagery, for example, that's already making it into a video format is because like video content is so hot right now. It's where people are seeing the most growth. It's where they're reaching wider audiences. So I think if you're not open to that, you're kind of missing the train a little bit. Um, so definitely be kind of, you know, I suppose, open to the idea of at least trying things. It may not work mm -hmm. for you. Your audience may not love it, but at least you have to try. Um, yeah. And the second piece of advice um, would actually be to plan in advance. So again, another issue that I think a lot of clients of mine have had in the past is they're trying to balance social media alongside running a business and other logistical stuff. Um, so really having a plan and being able to kind of do social media in a block of time in, you know, ahead of time, basically in advance is really, really useful. And um, the best thing you can do to be able to do that is actually just start to explore and find a scheduling app that works best for you. Um, so what this basically will allow you to do is schedule your content ahead of time, meaning Firstly, you're not having to do it whilst you're on the go. And also it means that you're not really posting like on a whim, which I really, really don't recommend because likelihood is if you're posting while you're doing something else, you're not really maybe thinking of the purpose. You know, there may be a lot of thought behind it, but it may also just be a bit of a photo dump. And a lot of the time I think people post because they think they need to or they have to, when actually you're better at posting a little bit less infrequently, but like posting less, but better and higher quality stuff. Um, so that also really helps. So yeah, if anyone's curious, I would recommend using Later. That's a really good, um, really good program. Yeah, that is good. It's yeah. a good app as well to kind of think about your captions because yeah, I think if you're just posting off the cuff, you know, you're like, you're in the captions box and you're like, oh, what do I post? Yeah. Is, um, I mean, you, you do write my captions, which is great because I kind of know what I want to say. I'm not great with my words. So you kind of say it. And then I will sometimes edit it to make it sound more like myself. Yeah. Which I find really helpful because, um, yeah, I'm very good. It's all in my head, but, you know, to it's, yeah, it down, yeah. Hard. it's really hard to get it down. And I, yeah. I know this myself. Like, you know, I preach to plan in advance, but again, it happens to the best of us. Sometimes I will just post kind of last minute and it ends up just being a bit of a brain dump. Whereas actually, mm -hmm. you know, set yourself, you know, an hour a week or two hours a week to like actually sit there and think about the purpose and the value behind your content, you just end up writing yeah. the captions. Um, yeah. Definitely plan in advance for sure. Um, and then something I else. Oh, sorry. No, no, you, no, you carry on, you carry on. Um, no, something else I was gonna say, which may lead into what you were maybe gonna touch on is it's quite hard to do again, which is why sometimes working with like a strategist or even just having a bit of a content strategy to then implement yourself is a really good thing. Um, a lot of the time, some of the issues that I find with, again, people I've worked with on like consultancy is they often post what they like to post, which is all well and good. It's important that you, you know, are passionate about what you're talking about, photographing, etc. Um, but you actually really need to think about the value and the purpose behind it because you know, everyone has, well, not everyone, but most people have access to, you know, like um, smartphone, camera, people have wife, you know, everyone can post and they can take pictures and they can pretty much, it's a level playing field these days for most people. Um, and so it's quite easy to like edit a picture in a nice way and like kind of like, you know, get into the aesthetic of Instagram and make sure your feed looks perfectly curated. You can do that with an app, you can plan it perfectly, but, I mean, there's not really much to a pretty picture. Sure, you might get some engagement because someone's like, oh, I might save this and replicate this. Or, I, you know, this I find this inspiring. But mm. you're not really teaching someone anything or you're not inspiring them to do something or even entertaining them is a really good form of content as well. If you're not mm. doing that, it's just, you've just posted for the sake of mm. it. Really, really. We've kind of gone past that, haven't we? Yeah. Like, uh, Instagram, I think this is kind of the reason why I've kind of fallen a bit out, not out of love with it, but lost the passion that I used mm. to, you know, have for it because it was very, very much like the perfect image, the perfect feed. Yeah. Um, and like I would, you, I mean, this could go in about three, four years, I would post for my feed to make it look great. Yeah. Visually yeah. pleasing. But then like, I got to a bit of a stump and I was like, why am I even, why, why am I posting? And yeah. You get that inner chimp saying, well, what, what are you even doing? Like, yeah. I'm not going to be interested in that. 
so I feel like for you having you there to to give me the inspiration really helps because I just I just kind of like well what am I, what am I trying to say you know yeah, yeah. I think when it's yourself when it is your business you put so much of it you know into uh, you put so much into it that you are quite conscious and it's quite yeah. precious to you and it's, then you think oh well I just won't I just won't post anything you know yeah. I people might, you know yourself. I think it's definitely hard to do for yourself if that makes sense like definitely. I I think I'm in a nice position where I can embrace someone's vision I can learn about their business get to know them kind of put that all together alongside a strategy and implement it when it comes to doing it myself I'm like have I spoke about this too many times? Like, have yeah. I done this recently? Like, you do yeah. definitely start to doubt yourself. Yeah. And I also have days where I will dedicate to shooting content or social media and stuff. This is, say, before um, I hired you. Yeah. Um, I would shoot loads and loads of content. And in my head, I would think, I've shot so much. And yeah. then I would look on my feed and I'd be like, I haven't even posted anything yes. in my head. But you forget that people... It, it goes the same with photography you know you'll take all these images these amazing images yeah in your head you know you've shot them but nobody else knows yeah um so like with yourself like you you write my blogs as well so it's just a really great way to to share everything you're doing and keep people updated yeah, definitely. we forget that actually you know it's all in there and yeah yeah do you know what I mean yeah no definitely I think also having someone who's like not yourself so slightly a little yeah. step back from the business I think I I mean I don't know you may hopefully agree but like I can kind of pick up on stuff that maybe for you is just like a mundane thing that happens within your business and I'm like no we should be shouting about this like this is so interesting yeah. this is what people yeah. will connect with really well and I think when you're you know in the kind of you know you've got your like business owner hat on mm. kind of just like going through the process I do think it's a lot harder to pick up on what your USP is or what people will find interesting because you just do that every day for your business yeah. um so yeah obviously having an outside perspective is obviously really helpful but I would definitely say think about what your audience reacts best to and what you can teach them and kind of bring more to your social media rather than just yeah. a portfolio, basically. Yeah, definitely. Um, so oh, this is kind of leading into uh, what we were talking about. How would you deal with um, spells of self-doubt and, you know, lacking, what's the word, inspiration to post? Because we all have yeah. them, don't we? We all have those yeah. days. Oh, yeah, definitely. And as I was saying, like, you know, if you're having one of those days, my first thing is it doesn't need to happen. Like, it can wait. Your phone's not going to go anywhere. Instagram will still be there tomorrow, hopefully. So, you know, yeah. it's not going to run away from you. Um, when it comes to self-doubt, I honestly have tried probably everything in the book um, from trying to name my imposter, like if, if I'm suffering from imposter syndrome, trying to like do daily mantras. Like I've tried a bit of everything. Um, the things that honestly work best for me. So I, when I'm like having that kind of thought process, I'm like, oh, what am I doing? Or oh, I can do better. Like, I don't know, you know, you kind of start to judge yourself and kind of, yeah, maybe put yourself down is another word for it. Um, I try, and again, it's not the easiest thing to do, but I try and kind of like capture myself in that moment and remind myself, and this would apply to, you know, a creative photographer, anyone really, like I need to remind myself that my clients have chosen to work with me for a reason. That could be my editing or shooting style. It could be because they believe in my business and my vision. It could be because, you know, we have like the same intentions with our businesses and we really align. Um, so I always remind myself of that. And also something that I love to do, and I don't know who I've stolen this from. It's definitely not something I've created. I probably got it off a podcast because I'm a serial listener. Um, I recommend everyone to do this. It's the best thing. So what I actually have both on my Google Drive and on my laptop, because I've got Google Drive on my phone. If I'm having a bit of a imposter day where I'm just like, I'm not good enough. This isn't great. Like, you know, again, kind of the negative self-talk. I actually have a folder on my Google Drive, which is just called positive feedback. And every so often I will screenshot, um, you know, like thankful messages or client testimonials or I don't know, people in my community being like, thanks for the help, really appreciate it, or I love your content. Basically, I save all this positive press, essentially, and messages. And then when I'm having a really bad day, I just go into the folder and have a little read of some stuff. And it like actually- oh, that's so lovely. Yeah, it's, I don't know where I got it from. I have to have a think and like credit the person. Um, 
but it's just, it's like a really really simple thing to do I don't you know set, save things every day but every so often I'll go in and be like oh this was really nice and make sure I save this for later and it yeah. kind of just, I suppose firstly it puts you in a good mood always puts a smile on my face yeah. like I'm having a bad day I'm like I'm just gonna go read my client testimonials and everything will be okay um that's so that's so good. it's a really really nice idea and it's quite simple but it actually works um yeah. so love to do that and then I think I don't know when it comes to inspiration this is quite hard because I obviously work online I'm one of those people and I'm not proud to say it I pretty much have my phone like surgically attached to my hand like I'm always on my phone yeah um, my screen time is horrifically high like really unhealthy but I suppose if your job is Instagram well that's the thing yeah it's really hard it's really hard um so you know my screen time is really high so when I'm trying to look for inspiration firstly I don't find Instagram an inspiring place when I'm lacking inspiration mainly what I mean by this is the endless scroll which you also have on Mm. TikTok I don't think it's healthy I don't encourage it so if I'm if I know I'm not in a good creative space I will attempt to put the phone down yeah off Instagram I do love Pinterest for inspiration I love Pinterest it's honestly probably one of my favorites like more so for like creative stuff like photo shoot inspiration or like Mm. mood boards um yeah I love Pinterest for that if I am trying to really like do a bit of a digital detox or just step away from like the screens I really really like reading magazines something that I think Mm. as a kid I would love and it would be such a treat to like go to the news agents of your pocket money and like pick out a magazine and you know just indulge in that I haven't done that for years so recently I've been actually just you know heading off to my local independent and picking up like a fashion or interior design magazine Mm. overly related to what I do some of my clients sure like are in fashion or interior lifestyle products but it's just nice to kind of get inspiration and tap into trends somewhere else Um, so I definitely recommend that as well like if you are someone who you know you know photographers creatives spend so long like editing pictures on your Mm. on your laptop whatever I definitely recommend kind of trying to find inspiration away from your screen as well yeah definitely it's so hard isn't it and I think especially now coming hopefully out of the old pandemic yeah we are all feeling a bit like oh you know like 2019 me could do this yeah (laughs) I don't know if that's like just me because I've had a kid as well it's kind of like me trying to figure out who I am or if I could do it like yeah now like I'm just tired all the time obviously as yeah. a kid but yeah. I feel like all of us now we're all just kind of like who was that person how did, how did I do the things I used to do and then you kind of get into that self-doubt spell so just re- remembering that it's normal and oh absolutely that, yeah, yeah um, definitely. I think is really important because we are human and I think we do just put pressure on ourselves way too much yeah um, me I also put pressure on myself way too much. Um, and sometimes you just have to stop and be like, okay, these things are stressing about, <laughs> you know, like yeah. another person would never notice them. Yeah, absolutely. It's completely normal. But yeah. I like your idea about like Pinterest magazines and getting inspiration from other about I suppose. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because yeah, otherwise, I think, like you say, the, the Instagram scroll, it is, it makes you feel worse. And you yeah. get that kind of like when you're scrolling and you know you need to switch off your eyes. You're getting like, sucked into your phone. Yeah. You turn off. Um, problem. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's not good. No. Um, um, something I was going to say as well, like in terms of, you know, self-doubt, imposter, something I really encourage. And again, not always the easiest thing to do, depending on like your social circle or who's in your community. I really, really encourage like curating the stuff that you see and like, you know, the content that you're um, absorbing basically. So for example, like if you know, you're not feeling great about yourself, but you follow all these models and that's like all of all the stuff, you know, the perfect curated body, the perfect life and lifestyle, that's all you're consuming as content. No wonder you may be sat there thinking, oh, I'm not tanned. I really want to go on holiday. Like I'm body ready, you know, things that you know people do think about like it can be stuff that comes across your mind I definitely recommend curate who you follow and the content that you um consume because Mm -hmm. something doesn't inspire you or you don't find their content uplifting and motivating and you know you know all the good kind of like fluff words if it doesn't do that for you 
why did you fire them? Mm-hmm. If they're adding anything, just remove them. You can hide the stories. If it's yeah. a friend, you don't even really need to unfollow them. You can just mute them and they will be none the wiser. Um, little tip there for you. So yeah, I think also just be conscious of the stuff you're consuming. Like if you are, for example, if you're a business owner and you surround or you follow just really, really successful CEOs in the same industry as you, it's really easy to get into like a comparison game, I think. And mm-hmm. not yeah. for, you know, you as a person, mental health, your mindset, so yeah, just be conscious of that. Make sure you surround yourself with the type of yeah. people in line that you would do in real life, basically. Yeah, definitely. Um, so going on to reels, videos, um, it seems yeah. that reels are the thing that are hot right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I myself has, have been very stressed by reels sometimes. <laughs> um, I think when I first started working with you, was it October? Yeah, we had like our first call, I want to say the end of September, because I was just missing Yeah, because I was just about to launch the hard drive organisers. Yeah, that was it. And you were due to work for me the start of October, so I did that whole launch myself. And I remember getting really stressed about it, because obviously I remember you saying that like reels are, you know, that's what's popular right now. So if you can, try and post some reels. And, And the shooting side of reels, fine, I could do like, yeah i can i'm a photographer i can do that kind of thing yeah and i created this great um stop motion video but then when i was posting it and you said uh, i try and do like a trending audio yeah i just lost my mind oh no <laughs> oh no because i was like i don't know what sh- i don't even know because i thought i knew instagram because i've always kind of you know like been on it, good and- at it yeah and then i was like how do I even find trending reels? And then I just went into a spiral. I don't know if it was the stress of launching a new product. Yeah, it was. I think I just put Tommy to bed, um, and he was really hard to settle. He's teething, and I had to keep going in and out to get him. So obviously that wasn't helping. And I was trying to find this audio, and I was like, oh, no. oh my God, "Who am I? I've <laughs> lost it!" Rah, 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 in my head, I, I, I think I started crying, and I, oh, I God, no. saying to Grant, I was like, "I think I'm about to have a breakdown right now." Thankfully, I launched it and it was fine. And yeah. everyone, you know, loved the product. And no one even noticed. I mean, I don't think I posted a trending audio in the end. But I've just, I completely lost it. But I think, like you say, if you're stressing about it, don't stress about it. Yeah. Um, it's good to know what what is current and, you know, the things that are good to put your time into. You know? Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. So why do you think, um, or do you think reels and videos, do you think they're more valuable than just image posts now? Um, so without wanting to scare anyone, like a short answer would be yes. Yeah. Now sat here kind of debating why and offering all the different reasons. The main reason I do say this though, is because the head of Instagram himself, and obviously the trend with video content with other social media platforms now, like obviously TikTok was what we all think of when we think of short videos basically um it's just proven that it is the the content that users so consumers of said platforms are enjoying most and it's also where they're spending most of their time so obviously instagram any social media platform wants to make money so the more time we spend on it the longer we're staring at our screens and consuming content the better they perform um so with short form video content a lot of the time this content can be like educational um, more so on TikTok, it's more like entertaining or inspirational i would say depends again who you're following um but really the the kind of i suppose at like the core answer is that it is important because it's where you reach more people so your stories and like your kind of static feed posts are just images on your feed um they'll reach a proportion of the of your audience who follow you you know the right hashtags, you know, the right kind of luck on the day with the algorithm churning content, you know, may perform fairly well. Um, but when it comes to reels, you kind of get put into this whole cycle of video content. And it's like the more people that watch it, the more people that like and comment on it, the more people it gets pushed out to. And there's just more possibility for growth. Um, so I do say it's more important. That being said, it's not to say that static feed posts don't have a space like they definitely do um instagram is moving into like we're not just a photo sharing app we're also a video sharing app um i suppose who's to know where that will take us if we're just talking about instagram 
one day in the future they may just be video that being said i think there is quite a lot of pushback with uh like you know even influencers content creators small businesses um because there is value in a feed post you can communicate a lot of stuff but yeah i definitely would say for reach and growth purposes explore short form content and by that i mean instagram i.e reels or igtv lives as well like fun little things you can do with video and obviously if you're on TikTok, you know, sharing and creating TikToks. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I feel like, you know, as a consumer on Instagram, is that the word? Yeah. Um, I do see reels come up more. So it seems like that's what they're pushing. They, yeah. You know, yeah. What they if you use what they want you to use, you will be shown more. Yeah, you get rewarded. For it. Yeah. Um, sure. What about stories? What do you think about stories? Because I personally, when I am on Instagram, the only thing I look at is stories. Yeah, I'm um, actually pretty similar. I like stories. Uh, yeah. um, I'm not so, really a scroller. Um, yeah, me neither, to be honest. I kind of yeah. just consume what's there, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not like looking for anything in yeah. particular. Um, I do really like stories. I encourage, again, creators, business owners, clients, etc. I do encourage them to post stories um, as much as they can, especially with showing up. So maybe a little bit different photography because you know we have like tangible products to market and everything um but if we're talking about a photographer the person who may be interested in booking with you like they're not just let's say buying into your editing style or like the type of shoots or locations that you shoot in they're also buying into like you as a person as well and i think especially when you know you work with a photographer you need to feel comfortable you want to feel like you know them you can be yourself around them um, and that's, you know, I mean, obviously I'm not a professional photographer, but like I've been on shoots and I know that's when you get the best out of someone. Mm, um, yeah. so with stories, I would definitely say, use them to show your personality and show kind of like the face behind the brand. Like a photographer can still have a logo, a professional website, you know, everything that you want, LinkedIn, etc. But stories is a really fun, not so formal way of just sharing the behind the scenes of your business. And that's really valuable. And people really do enjoy that. Um, you know, not just us saying that we like watching them, but yeah, I think, you know, stories are a good place also now on Instagram, you don't need to have 10K followers to link stuff. So it's a great way also of sharing, you know, like a blog post or kind of trying to get signups for your mailing list. Like there's a lot you can do with it. Um, yeah, I would always encourage stories like, you know, yeah. okay, they're, they might not be discovered by like people outside of your following because it's obviously quite hard for them to stumble across you and then watch your stories. Um, yeah. But when it comes to kind of engaging with the community you've already established, stories are quite important. Yeah. I also think, um, so like myself as a photographer, following people back as well. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. Because I think, I, I can't remember when it was, I think maybe it was like 2015, there was this trend of like not following many people. Oh, like yeah. Having loads of followers and not following yeah. many people. Yeah. It's, like, it's such a ridiculous thing. Um, but I think actually, you know, if you have somebody who has inquired about your services, follow yeah. them back yeah. um, and engage with them and like they might reply to your story um, or you reply to their story and then that might, you know, spur them to go, oh, actually, I've been thinking about booking. Can yeah. You tell me, you know, so I think yeah, engaging definitely. with them, potential clients definitely is, yeah. a, is a good thing to do. Yeah, for sure. And like just to kind of add on to that as well as you were saying, like even though, yes, Instagram, if we're going to kind of specify on that at the moment, Instagram is a social media platform. It's a great tool for your business and your, you know, I suppose like reputation and your whole image, but it is a social media platform. Like they were invented back in the day, obviously, you know, algorithms and we can sit here and talk about the kind of ethics behind it all for hours, but the whole purpose was to connect people and bring people together. Um, so yeah, like make sure you're engaging, have conversations in your DMs. Don't be scared to reach out to people and reply to stories. Cause as you said, that will kind of, you know, bring like a bit of a human element to your profile. So yeah, definitely encourage definitely. it. So we've spoken a lot about Instagram, uh, mm-hmm. but you do other things as well, don't you? You don't just do Instagram. So yeah. do you want to tell the listeners what other things you do? Yeah, sure. So in terms of like social media platforms, I kind of specialize in that because that's where all my experience and knowledge and kind of passion is. Um, But I also do other stuff like I also just do consultancy for kind of social media. So I'll also create 
um, you know, I'll have like power hours or sessions with like a team or a single person to kind of basically pinpoint where they're going wrong, give them all the advice and guidance they need. Um, I am looking to also kind of move into Pinterest in the coming months. Um, oh, great. That's great. Yeah. That might, um, yeah. Sorry, carry on. It's another great social media platform. Um, can also kind of be referred to as a search engine really because that's also what it is um really really great opportunity for growth there um and yeah kind of you know having pins i'm sure people know what pinterest is having pins of like call to actions for blogs and stuff like that is really great and there's a lot of um opportunity there for sure so kind of exploring that now like fleshing those services out to see how that would work for a client um and kind of you know again testing scheduling apps things that I feel are the best ones to then work with with a client. Um, but I also do like content creation as well. So it's definitely like the kind of inner creative in me. Um, so by no means am I claiming to be a photographer, by the way. <laughs> um, but I like I've always loved picking up a camera. I've always been the kind of person in the social group to always be taking that picture. I'm never in any single picture with any friends <laughs> I have. I'm always the person behind the camera. Um, so yeah, basically with that, I kind of also dabble a little bit occasionally in product photography, depending on kind of, you know, what the, the kind of look someone's going for. A lot of like content creation also, which would seem like kind of, um, what's the word for it? I suppose kind of non-editorial style, but more kind of like um, user-generated photography. So it could come from someone that would be like a customer. So very kind of lifestyle stuff. Um, and then, yeah, I also do reels as well. So like, for example, we actually worked together was it November? God, it feels like a lifetime. Yeah. When was that? Yeah, we, um, it was November, wasn't it? So I said to you, I want to do a shoot day in London. I'm going to come up yeah products uh, we found some models and i just kind of said can you just be in charge of reels doing videos um, and that yeah. was so good because i just wouldn't have been able to get that content and you've managed to create some incredible reels from that um, no. so that aspect of your business i think is so great just yeah. having that kind of behind the scenes -y vibe you know because obviously yeah. product shops are great but it's such a it's such a day to make the most of you know i mean i don't live in london anymore so for me to come to london i wanted to make the most of it and get as much yeah. as possible so i'm really really grateful that you offer yeah. that service and that's honestly like one of my favorite things like i yeah the reason why i did bring it out is was because there was definitely a really big like increase in people in my dms being like how do i film a reel where's the best place to edit it like, should I be making time for this? Should I prioritize it? You know, all the questions, which are totally, totally valid because it can be quite scary when something new comes out and you feel like you have to embrace it. So I was like, okay, there's obviously a gap here for this service. Um, you know, business owners can show up on stories, they can do all the logistical stuff. But as you were saying, like, especially as a photographer, when you're busy shooting like for a client or, you know, shooting someone, if they're an influencer or whatever, obviously your main focus is like getting those images like getting the final product and making sure that you're delivering whereas actually like if you're also a photographer or a creative let's use creative like more uh, you know loosely i suppose to encapsulate more people like you're also like your own brand and business and so it's really important for you also to be able to have videos or pictures from that day to then kind of show I'm a photographer, this is what I do. Here's some behind the scenes from a recent photo shoot in London or wherever you may be. Um, so yeah, kind of having someone else, let's say on set or on shoot with you, kind of like having a little bit of a, an assistant really that's just kind of there for you and your business. So like if you want to get, you know, a bunch of video content to use on stories or to post reels, like it's, I mean, I'm saying it's great to have someone because I know it is really useful, yeah. um, but it is really great to have someone there to help you um because as, as you said like when you're in that moment it's kind of hard for you to like okay we put my camera down and then let me try and mm. take a video and you're kind of mm. being in that creative space as a photographer to then like yeah. okay, business cap on what real would work well what audio do i need to think about like it's just too yeah. one person to do definitely um yeah it's so helpful that you have that creative aspect of as well um, but you also do my newsletters, don't you? And my yeah, email, yes. Yeah, and, so and blog um, as well. Yeah, it's so great because, you know, investing um, money and, you know, handing that side, because I think when you're a business owner, it is hard. You kind of want to do it. It's hard to pass the, 
the power over oh, the power. like the definitely. what's a delegate is it delegate i don't know well like to delegate and like yeah. run that over to someone like it's really yeah. I, I hear this all the time and it's totally valid like i yeah. i even see my business as like my business baby so like when i get to the point where i'm like whoa i can't even do my own social media i need to get an assistant yeah it will be quite hard because like it is yeah my business and like it's you know my yeah. voice and my face behind the brand so yeah totally it's so worthwhile because yeah it does you know initially cost more money but the return that you get is not only is it putting all of the ideas that you have inside out you you do that like you bring out the different ideas you talk about my story like you just you do so much that I want to do but don't physically have the time to do yeah when you do actually pass over you know you let go a bit and let somebody do that side like the yeah. social media side it gives me more time to get inspired in other ways you know yeah, so definitely. i think it's it's so worthwhile um doing so if anybody is considering it or if anybody is on the verge of a breakdown i know many photographers <laughs> have been after this pandemic like yeah, just sure. just yeah. just like completely worked to the to the bone uh, it's like working smart rather than just working working, working. do you know what yeah, i mean yeah. so, yeah, it's like, well. So it's for me, twenty twenty two is a year of investing in my business rather than yeah. just trying to like get everything done. Um, so you have really, really helped with that. So thank you so much. And oh, I just can't recommend right. you enough to oh, other photographers you. and creatives. Um, yeah, just wanted to make that thank make you. that point. You know, because because I've always wanted to do blogs and I've always wanted to make sure that I do a newsletter every every month. You know, yeah, um, yeah. but you things happen life happens there's a oh, pandemic absolutely. going on you know yeah. <laughs> like it's like got hard to do, to we can't do it all. exactly 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 and it um, is really hard to like i was just gonna say as well i think apart from maybe being able to like you know hand over the responsibility and focus on other stuff like you also have a bit more time to like as you said like seek inspiration i often find if i'm very invested in my business and like go 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 you know obviously working with clients as well I don't then have enough time to like get other logistical stuff off my to-do list because I'm just like, no, not important, not a priority. So yeah, I think it definitely helps to kind of have someone else, as you said, to be like, we need to do this, we need to prioritize this, you know, just like a little friendly push really in the right direction. <laughs> I definitely need that. Um, so do you work from home mostly? I do. This is a little bit of a struggle of mine. So I do work from home. Um, Obviously, throughout the pandemic, a lot of people had to. Um, I don't really enjoy it. I don't know if that's controversial. No, no yeah. not massively. I think it's because I've done it for so long now. Um, I mean, what's it been like a year and a half now, almost since I since I started this. Um, like I, you know, I have a little home set up. Like I've got the office space, but I'm in a flat. I'm in London. The space is limited. I can't really like close the work door and like leave work like it's not like I have you know little garden pod or like a separate office like I live in the same space so I have been constantly working from home but I need yeah I need somewhere else I need somewhere else you need to work so I when I lived in London um similar to you like working from home you know and having clients and stuff yeah I would obviously do my shoots but then you do the editing and stuff from home it's quite lonely I find yeah. Um, yeah. so they in London there's an amazing co-working space there's, there's loads around London it's called work life oh, okay I've not um, heard of I don't know if you've ever heard of it I'll have to send you the website um and they have them all over London and I think it's it's super cheap so I paid a monthly fee or you yeah. can just pay as you go and you get all the internet included you get free tea and coffee free breakfast um, and I met some of some friends who are actually like my closest friends for life they're coming to my wedding and like really really great friends who are all in different industries Um, yeah so I highly recommend work life there's other co-working spaces but they're the best ones hey I'm gonna have to look them up because this is something I was gonna say I like I want it to be my like intention for this year to get outside more I actually work really well from like busy spaces which is why I don't like being at home all the time so like you live in London I know I need to make the most most of that city I know so I like have looked at co-working spaces and obviously it's the usual like we work uncommon like a few other ones and when you look at day pass, it's like 60 quid. And like, I just can't justify that when like, yeah. it's 
quite a lot for a day and you know by the time you commute into town because I don't also live yeah. like quite in the city um yeah. but yeah I'm gonna have to look them up I just love working in coffee shops as well like I will yeah. get brunch there get lunch there like I will spend yeah. money but it's just a nice busy like environment to be in I love grind for that actually yeah definitely is really good for that but yeah so in short I do but I want to change it <laughs> yeah it's good to mix it up though and then you might have days where you might just want to work from home I think yeah um, yeah there's no perfect setup is there which it's good to like yeah mix it up to keep it fresh and keep the inspiration coming yeah um so do you have I love asking people this question mm-hmm. do you have like a morning routine that kind of sets you up for the day um, so I'm gonna preface this by saying I'm like someone who claims to not be a morning person um yeah. and it's not great because then I'm kind of setting that expectation on myself that I hate the mornings if I have that mindset so I'm really trying to work on that um this year especially like I'm not I'm not a new year, new me person. Like I hate that. I find it really cringy, but I am trying to just improve on things that I know I can. So don't really have a set routine. Um, There's a few things that I like doing though. Like I'm, I'm very much a person that because I say I don't like mornings, I will kind of take it at my own pace. There's no pressure for me in the morning. So one thing I love to do in the morning is like listen to a podcast pretty much every day. I'll have something on in the background. Um, also just enjoying my coffee without my phone. That's something that I've like made into a little ritual. Yeah. Which I actually really enjoy yeah. because previously I would like be chugging this coffee like whilst posting, whilst watching stories. And I'd be like, can yeah. I just have a minute to actually enjoy this coffee in peace? Enjoy, yeah. yeah, so that's something I really like doing. Um, I also sometimes will journal, maybe I'll read a book. I'm not great at that though, I have to be honest. Um, yeah, it kind of just depends what mood I'm in. Um, but something mm. I have really enjoyed, I actually got it for Christmas. Um, I got a Lumi light, I think that's what they're called. Like, L- oh yeah. Um, and basically what you can do in them, um, so it's an alarm clock technically, without like just being digital, um, and it's a light. So what you can do is if you're getting into bed, you kind of go to sleep like to a sunset and it wakes you up with the sunrise. Apparently mm, it's like really good for hormone balance and really good yeah you know, the best, I suppose, like natural wake up is yeah. sunlight. Yeah. I've been loving that. That's been really, really, yeah. it's been helping me definitely a lot to like get up in the mornings. I'm not great at yeah. that. <laughs> oh, your <laughs> morning routine is making me so jealous. Oh my. <laughs> I bet you're a poor kid. Oh, before having a child, that was what my morning, because I love the morning. I love having a coffee having an orange juice, having some like yogurt and fruit and stuff. Yeah. And it's just, it couldn't be more, it couldn't be more <laughs> different. I don't, obviously I love, being oh, no. I love Tommy to bits, but it is completely different. Like I don't set an alarm clock because Tommy decides when we wake up. So the days that we have to be somewhere, I don't set an alarm clock. And if he does wake up late, obviously amazing, but you're like, shit, oh my God, what time is it? No. I'm going to be late. Or he wakes up, so he just decides. One day he'll wake up at five, one day he'll wake up at eight. I love that. Says, it's all different. And he's just like a little prince. He's just like, milk, nana, porridge. And you're just running around with bloody Hey Dougie cartoons on. This mess. And I'm just trying to think, oh, I need to do work. It's just, it's. I feel like every day at the moment is just a complete grasping, trying to like try to just get through the day and make sure that I keep my child alive and keep my businesses afloat and I'm replying to the I've become so bad at replying to people on WhatsApp so it's hard to keep it all isn't it it's hard yeah I mean like at some point I will get to that when he's a bit older oh yeah you'll find like a place where yeah you'll 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 get that back where you know it's not so manic but at the moment I would love your morning routine. Maybe I have to be more grateful. I feel like I'm not. Oh, honestly. Now. <laughs> just that slash, to enjoy a coffee sounds, oh, lovely. So yeah. Lovely. So, yeah, <laughs> enjoy those mornings. Sorry, I don't want to be one of those annoying parents. But no, no, but you're, you're right. I definitely should, like, I'm also really big on, like, gratitude and, like, just kind of embracing, like, what you have and making the most of that. So, me sat here being like, I hate the mornings. Like, oh, I hate getting up. I should actually, like, make the most of them whilst I have them so <laughs> no but everyone everyone has their own stresses and you know things that we would want and like I maybe would have a morning 
that is slightly quieter and I'd be like oh I, yeah. miss, the, I miss the busyness yeah. you know, so we're never we're never completely satisfied are we yeah that's true are you um, are you like more do you think you're more productive in the evenings like in no, general really absolutely not no really? I'm a morning person so I could do I when I before I had a child I used to get up at six seven do my work be so productive yeah um, and get so I could get a whole day's work done in the morning That's easy amazing. peasy but yeah. now I just can't do that because no. I have to be a parent and now it's switched to evening so we put Tommy to bed at seven we cook we clean and that's about nine o'clock and then I have to start doing work and I'm like yeah. oh I'm so ready for bed and then you're like you really have to push I message you at like midnight I'm yeah. like why are you messaging me <laughs> I'm so yeah. sorry for the unsociable hour no but, um, no it's so fine yeah it is a it is a which then really from like what you're what you're like, oh. better, like what you prefer I suppose yeah complete opposite yeah. but um you just have to you just have to get by don't you yeah definitely. <laughs> this is why having you is so great so great because I just wouldn't have the time to do any of that that would all yeah. just be set aside and that would affect my business because it is the side that people see you know that is yeah, the front of your business so yeah. thank you again I've said it a million times thank oh, you so much oh good it's been a lovely episode I think that's kind of all the questions I had um but for the listeners can you let them know where they can find you yeah sure so predominantly on instagram as well like i'm most active um yeah come spy my stories if you want a bit of insight into my day um so you can find me at studio and then it's belvedere spelt like the vodka uh, ltd so limited at the end um just want to also say i have nothing to do with the vodka brand like my business name is <laughs> i like is what like i, I love didn't it. even think i didn't even think the you not, no, see, no. Like, I, I never put two and two together and like it definitely has a more like humble like nicer origin it's actually the name of my family home in italy which means like beautiful view that's basically what it translates at but i had a client like i think about a year ago and she was like you know, I was looking at your business name and I was like, why does it seem familiar to me? And then she's like, I just remembered, it's like the same as the vodka. And I was like, oh no. Oh no, don't crush my dreams. Like, yeah. one's going to think about now? Like, oh, oh no. I didn't even, until you just mentioned it, I didn't even. Oh, hey, that's think. good. Maybe I'll stop saying it then because I feel pressure to say just, it. Like, you just mentioned it to yeah. everyone listening. So <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> But I need to maybe I need to stop them because it's definitely me being like just so you know I have nothing to do with it yeah I have rebranded so I was previously known as Mark like there was marketing in my name yeah. and I used to get tagged like I'm not even joking when I first started my Instagram account I'd get tagged in like Belvedere vodka like Instagram stories like really? people like on nights out would think they were tagging like the marketing oh team oh my god so I like rebranded like switched yeah. things up oh, I like the rebrand Thank you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so you can find me there. Oh, sorry, carry on. <laughs> yeah, no, so you can find me there on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and then I am on Pinterest. It's just Studio Belvedere. Um, I'm also on TikTok, if that floats your boat. Not everyone likes it. I'm on there as well. Also Belvedere, Studio Belvedere. Um, yeah, pretty much the same across the whole board. Like website's the same, everything's the same. So yeah. Great. Well, obviously tag, uh, put your, in the show notes, all of your information. Thank you um thank you so much it was so lovely to speak to you obviously it's slightly different that you're not a photographer but you are a creative um and you're a business owner so it does it's yeah. interesting to get um that side and to learn yeah. more about um the social media world and how to you know use it to work for your brand yeah definitely yeah. definitely well, thank you so much you're so welcome thank you for having me i honestly love right. this podcast this is like a dream come true i love being on yeah. the thank you that's all right. Well, I'll speak, probably speak to you in a bit because yes. <laughs> you need to do something. <laughs> See you later. Soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to that episode, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Carmela is so lovely and she really knows her stuff. So there's definitely a lot to be learnt there. Um, so we've got a load of great guests coming up in the next few months. I'm hoping to get um, an episode out each month for Tog of the Month or maybe Entrepreneur of the Month but we'll see, you know how life is. Um, that, fingers crossed, that's the plan. If you guys or anyone is interested in being on the podcast, please, please uh, email 
Uh, it's always great to find and explore new uh, photographers and business owners. Um, the email is hello at togldn.com. So that's T-O-G-L-D-N.com. Um, yeah, I'd love to hear from you. I uh, hope you've enjoyed it. If you could give us a review or a five star on the, the podcast, whatever, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the other places that you get your podcast, that would be great. I really hope you enjoyed it. Have a lovely day.